Greetings, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Copy Mechanism with Dylan Spear. Hope you guys are staying safe and sane and following your government regulations, social distancing, washing your hands, and basically doing what needs to be done. A lot is happening in the world right now, and conversation is one way to kind of move the needle forward and make progress and be able to change the world. My next guest is Nirvana Noko, who's an activist and multidisciplinary creative. Uh, we chat about everything from making work right now in this time, dealing with what's happening and staying focused and staying, staying sane and coping. I hope you like this conversation and I hope uh, you take something from it. If you have any notes or ideas on how to improve this podcast, like this, let me know. I apologize in advance for some of the audio quality here and there. We, because of COVID-19, we're not able to meet face-to-face. So thank you. Take care and enjoy. Welcome to the, the, another episode. Hello, how's it going? Uh, good, good. Uh, present yourself, who you are, and what you do, and where you are, and yeah. Okay. Um, my name is Nirvana Nokwe. I am a multidisciplinary artist um, in the field of filmmaking, modeling, acting, music, and I'm also an activist. Currently residing in Johannesburg, and um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, so we, we had discussions before, yeah, we should have that. <laughs> but um, yes. How are you? How are you coping? And how are you dealing with this kind of circumstances currently happening globally and locally? Um, how am I coping? I'm not sure if I'm coping in in the healthiest of ways, but I'm I'm also not sure if there's an, a healthier way to cope and to participate with the world because the world is pretty fucked up and has been for a while. But I think everything's kind of um, boiling up to a surface or has erupted, and so coping, no. Um, I do feel deeply betrayed um, because you know sometimes. In, the, in a society, everyone tries to be diplomatic to keep the peace. Um, and usually keeping the peace for, and I'll speak in particular for black people means uh, not fighting for, or, or not being aggressive about their our human rights. And so, and so, you know, I think just off of observing how people are responding, um, people that I know, people in my social circles are responding to the current um, things that are happening in the world right now. It's it's kind of, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. And it's not like those behaviors weren't heartbreaking before, but they slap a little differently. Um, and also seeing people be, proactive about Black Lives Mattering as a means of uh, being socially appropriate, not as a means of being actively being anti-racist. And that's problematic. So I'm not, I'm not coping. I'm not coping because many spheres, if not, if not many spheres of my life, um, 
are not operating the way they should because people can't handle the truth and yeah. don't want to and don't want to handle the truth Basically, well, it's been months now. Earlier in the year, when the COVID pandemic started, right? Mm-hmm. What was the plan for basically the last three, four, like three months? Basically, what what was what, what things are in motion for you? Happen, happening right now? Um, the plans that should have been in motion. Yeah. Um. So so I so there's this show show that I curate called um. One Night in Nirvana and that yeah. was meant to make a comeback during this time. Um also the releasing of my EP should have happened a little earlier but I think the delay is for the better. Um more time on craft is inevitably going to make that craft better. And I think I think the biggest thing with artists of any kind is that um when you're restricted from being able to connect with people um connect with spaces it kind of inhibits the opportunity for you to work and i'm not sure like if our government systems completely understand the system in which artists and freelancers you know do create work some do abide to some form of system but in my experience um i you know opportunities arise when i'm walking in the street or i'm going to a certain yeah. event and i bump into so and so and they're like oh don't you want to da 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 it's like oh yeah that would be amazing let's da 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 um so much is dependent on on being seen in spaces when you're interacting with people face to face because um you know on the web it's it's completely different like the 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 social dynamics of you and I on the web and face to face are different inevitably yeah and um yeah and i think that that's something now i'm talking about on leadership level that hasn't been considered in terms of creating um uh funds for artists during this time but yeah so many opportunities would have arisen there were things that i auditioned for prior to lockdown that they were making callbacks on and were meant to go callbacks so all those productions were you know um halted and we don't well right now i'm not i'm not entirely sure what's yeah. to happen next yeah 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 Yeah. And I was going to ask you that. I mean, you say that you were not coping because of what's currently happening also on, on globally COVID and now added like well the added resurfacing, not resurfacing but now more bubbling up of um basically the, the killing of people of black people basically and abuse of black people globally. Um Yeah. So how do we as creatives then how can I say I ask much most of the time asking how do we creatives uh continue to be because we're supposed to be the conscience of society basically so how do we use our basically how do you also like directly i, I think we is a dangerous word in this moment how do you 
use your creativity to kind of cope for yourself not just for the people because mm-hmm. sometimes we forget ourselves for yourself how are how are you keep right. trying to keep in that track how are you, how are you trying to keep in track basically to be present mm. um well it's very difficult to say that there is um y- you know I, i guess let me let me say that i'm i'm not as connected to my artistry right now in terms of creating music as i yeah. was um at the beginning of, of lockdown because i think most most artistry is informed by life and right now what's happening in life demands um everyone to be present and so i guess i guess my work right now is being present in communicating as a human being before an artist um and i think that's so important because my artistry has given me the platform that i have right now yeah and people's work has given them the platforms that they have right now with the connections that they have right now and the relationships that they have or had but there are people that know your name people that know your face because of what you've done before and i think right now it's so important for those people to now see from you how much you care about your life about the life of people that look like you about I, I think it's so important to be able to communicate that. Um and I'm struggling to mince my words, right? I'm I'm struggling to be polite because I'm realizing that yeah. the politeness that I learned is actually abuse, right? Yeah. Silencing silent like if if you're going to get punched 10 times and you're going to be told that like it's it's you know you need to not give them that power of feeling or seeing your pain you you need to rise above before you even process your pain that's i think that's something that's been um ingrained in black people and right now i'm saying to black people cry cry out loud scream out loud um because everyone is impacted and and i and i get it like with you know a lot of us well in particular me i've been observing i've been observing how artists um faces voices in this industry are kind of operating in this time yeah and it and it seems real shady it seems real shady because it's like <laughs> where are you now like you 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 know how to criticize a whole nation as black people but you can't speak for black people and you are black do you get what i mean like it's yeah. it seems it seems shady but at the same time we have to and i think b- before before people with um with very big platforms uh can start feeling safe in actually voicing out how how they feel what their experiences are what the people are saying what should be happening we need to face the very real reality that um our industry is violent our industry is subjectively violent and our industry is objectively violent people get harmed through ostracization people are blocked disabled from doing the work that they are very capable and able to do because of systems of violence 
And what you'll find is the people that are actually in power that are kind of pushing these faces, these voices forward or providing these platforms or or kind of um, assisting in the creation of these platforms um, are, are quite silently threatening artists. And we know this, you know, like, <laughs> we know this. People, like, yeah. people don't need to say, if you say this... I'm gonna ostracize you or you might not have a shot at this right there's a lot of uncertainty with this industry so people want to keep you know people want to have the safety of I still might have a shot if I don't say this I still might have a shot if if I am quote unquote um, diplomatic yeah. and yeah and that's dangerous and I think and I think I, I guess people in, in positions of influence and of power influence beyond just being able to speak to the masses with one tweet um, the people on, at the back you know the people with the money and and the connections um, I think it's time that we start interrogating them and start con- confronting those systems and start saying, hey, you actually need to be accountable and you need to actively be anti, anti-racist. You need to actively be... It's not good enough to say, I'm not racist anymore. It's not good enough to say that. You really have to work towards being anti-racist in order for you to show any sort of sol- solidarity um, to black people, to people. Um, so, yeah, I've said a lot. <laughs> no, I mean it's, it's, it's relevant knowledge. Uh, it's, it's relevant information, and you're speaking your truth. And I think the challenge is, I think as as, as black people, we I don't know. I I I, I I'm I'm just not the kumbaya person. I I'm not. Uh, I don't have time to play the game or the, the. I mean, I probably have been ostracized, as you mentioned it. I probably have been mm. uh, because I I speak. From the from 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 where I'm at, you know, I, I yes. don't have the. I don't think there's a need for me to even be. How can I say? I mean, it's it's gonna be tough going forward if if you try and speak out. Yes, but I think, I, I think kumbaya is unnecessary. I think yes. we we are trying to play kumbaya with people that have bitten us for so many times. You know, it's, yeah. it's I don't think it's a necessary thing. I think what we need is to expect less from people. That have harmed us repeatedly. Yes. I think we expect yes. too much from people. If yes. they don't speak, okay, great. We know where they stand. That's mm-hmm. my philosophy. If you're not, if you're not speaking, because this has been happening for so long, you, mm-hmm. you know, this has been happening for for, for 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 decades and decades and centuries and centuries. So I am no longer expecting anyone who doesn't want to speak to speak. Okay, you, you know, you've chosen your side basically by not speaking. And I understand that you don't want to speak because you want to protect whatever you want to protect. But but also, at least I know who's on my side. I think black people are. I think we're we we are trying to retrofit peace yes. in a place where yes. we're not allowed to exist. <laughs> exactly. Where, we, where exactly. our existence is 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 how can I say? It's measured by a system that doesn't love us in the first place. I uh-huh. I don't think we can exist like that. I think we should exist in our own in our own spaces. In our own environment, yes, there's violence outside, but I think we start creating our own safety nets, and not include people. Not trying. I think we try and force people yeah. to be included. You know, I don't yeah. believe there's any one single white person that's on my side. 
I don't. I I, yeah. I I I don't wake up in the morning and think, oh, that one. No, that one's my friend. No, no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I can't count a single person. That's why that's on my side. I I, I uh-huh. there's no one I can name, and I think. That's important as black people to say, actually, maybe maybe the people that we think are on our side are on our side. And, and it shows repeatedly so we can get less disappointed. That's just my philosophy. Mm. Want less mm. disappointment? Don't say anyone's on your side up until they show the actions. Mm. Uh, but also, they can betray you, too, after yes. showing the actions. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I think, you, I, I, I don't know, it's just my, my thought in just processing that. I, like I'm seeing a lot of people complaining, oh, but, but you're not on our side. Uh, it's obvious. It is quite <laughs> if obvious. If they were on your side, they would have said something. Mm. You know? And, yeah, I don't This is my, my thought processing around that. Basically, just me personally, yeah. Yeah, and I think and I think a big thing is to say, if they were on your side in also your personal interactions with them uh, and the dynamics that you you experienced with them they would have been different if they were truly yeah. on your side um yeah. so i think you know activism is far more like you have to be actively um challenging yourself to be more humane to be more sensitized yeah. and people are far too comfortable and our system has enabled this to happen and you know like i think um you you know twitter right now is really outing the um, or i guess people tokens let me say black tokens are yeah. outing themselves on twitter <laughs> it's <laughs> so disappointing um it's so disappointing to see because you know black communities really root for black people you know black people yeah. really like if we can see someone's doing something and our numbers can can push that person forward and they're talented and they're doing amazing black people are there and to just see you know black people be criticized for the violences we every day undergo just because you received some level of privilege or some safety or some benefits in your little bubble over there where you could you know enable racism to continue politely i mean people are trying to protect what they're trying to protect like people are trying to stay safe and mm-hmm. i want to tell people it's not safe <laughs> like it's not and and right now and right now more than ever like systems are top invisible systems are toppling down in america building actual buildings are burning like things are not going to be the same and i don't want us to be like cuz with i don't know if you remember last year uh when when uinene was murdered yeah uh, at the hands of the man working at the um post, post, post office. office yeah yes and at at that time there were like there was just like an increase of of violence but there were the xenophobic attacks and 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 women and young girls were being trafficked like crazy not to yeah. say that it's not happening now but at that specific time it was heightened and people could not ignore it right yeah. so it was so scary for me that after all of us had outed the people that had raped us 
the people that had, had abused us, it was back to business. <laughs> with yeah, those within same a few people. days. Yes, yeah. back to business with the, those same people. And I, I'm not seeing a lot of when the dust settles. And I don't want to accept the, the idea that dust will settle. I don't want to accept that idea. I think people, yeah. I, I think in general, things ebb and flow. People are, are going to get tired and need rest. But I don't think they're going to get tired of the fight, if that makes sense. I don't think people are going to get tired of wanting um, human dignity. I don't yeah. think people are going to get tired of that this time because, yeah. But the scary thing is that um, what if the dust settles? What yeah. if the dust settles and then you've spoken and now <laughs> people in... in Nothing in has changed. Yes, nothing has changed and people in positions of privilege know exactly how, who you are and how you move and let's not pretend that people aren't vindictive um, you know let's let's not pretend yeah it's scary but I, because I, I, yeah, it's, yeah it's scary yeah no it's okay going to you and, and and so also it's it's kind of like um, also in our in our peer groups I think our activism needs to happen talking to people like we need to talk to people privately in our DMs in our in in in, in our WhatsApp spaces like talk to people because you know Twitter activism is amazing and it's doing amazing and we should all be active in it in in, in terms of like voicing ourselves and and echoing certain certain things that have been said and retweeting and liking like we should be active in doing so but you know that's it it almost feels like i i don't want us to do make the same mistake we did with with am i next because the dust did settle right it did and still you know we weren't having conversations i'm, I'm not sure if, if if we were having enough conversations together privately saying hey how are we going to change this and abc happened and this is really fucked up and this institution did abc and what a what a like we need to start talking privately so that yeah. we we can gain the strength privately so that should the dust settle out there over here you have a hundred people in this section talking the same language and they're and they're on the same page and their behaviors are are like anti-racism and if you're not about actively being anti anti-racist you're not for us yeah because yeah people are saying people are being you know kind i, I don't want to say kind people are being fearful about their activism and i'm speaking now in terms of uh, people with big followings fearful that if i if i lean towards this side i'm going to be ostracized and it's because they don't have that backing behind them they don't have their peers saying hey i'm with you on this let's do this let's do abc and going forward let's do dfg h i you know yeah, I don't know if this is making sense, but well, it makes yeah. sense definitely because that does does settle repeatedly. I mean, I mean now it's even a joke that every year there's xenophobia attacks, you know. Yeah. Um, and 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 like every year there's going to be this on Black Lives Matter. Every year there's going to be this and that. Every year, every month or two, there's going to be a loud case on on rape. 
so it's, it's become so people are now desensitized at those things so now they're active like the activism is not necessarily as how can i say as active it's more mm-hmm. reactive with the tweet and that's enough because yes. people don't want to have those conversations yes. uh but they also want to be seen to be active they also want need, yes. need that you know that space to which is great to kind of on, on all those but uh, like you say mm-hmm. there needs to be that human conversation i think i don't think we have those conversations mm-hmm. you know i'm even to myself i'm a refugee in this country whenever there's xenophobia attacks do i mm-hmm. actually check do I, I check on my brothers yes but do i speak to them like actually so what do we do what how can mm-hmm. we ensure that this does not repeat how do we engage with all communities around us and and showcase why we're here and why us being here is also good for the economy and good for them also and wh- how we are contributing no we don't we we hide and, and, and i understand why we hide because out of fear you don't you don't want to be the only one speaking in the room because you're gonna get killed mm-hmm. <laughs> up again best target um so I, i think it's challenging i mean the politics of the stomach are very hard you know it's mm-hmm. it's 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 one thing that pushes us back whenever we co- like collaboratively be active in anything it's all about mm. to infiltrate and 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 make the make the dust settle basically it forces the dust mm. settle you know mm. and i think we don't have enough conversation of what does accountability collectively look like uh, yes. i don't do you. so what is the punishment for 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 once the system is failed what what yeah. do we do community you know we, we don't have that so it's quite hard to say, okay the rapist was named on twitter but n- there's no case so what happens exactly you, know, you can continue yes. speaking yeah. and he might the person might lose jobs here and there but that doesn't necessarily mean that they, they don't, they're not going to eat they are going to eat you know somewhere yes they will yes, yes. so so yes. the thing is there is no system in place not necessarily the government system but there's no system moral system out there that is collectively mm. and i say held by everybody mm. you know punishment that's why i think things don't necessarily change you know yes. i mean we see it like now uh, i was so disappointed it's not being spoken about now uh the principal for that school where, where that refugee boy uh died i think parked out i can't remember what the school was everyone was oh, up in arms where he was drowned yes yeah. the principal is back at school now no one saying anything about it <laughs> you know they said they they would they were suspending oh goodness <laughs> you see they were suspending so, so yeah they were suspending him they suspended him but now the case is delayed the so nice they get work yeah so he's he's better yeah. work so so you see <laughs> they and this is the government saying it's okay he he can go back to to work right so that means yeah. the parent and then why the parents might not be speaking because they're foreigners in this country you know mm. you don't want to be in a place where you you to speak out in a place where you're not necessarily loved you don't want mm. to do that yeah people are speaking for you and you're like okay eh i guess you know life will be life let bygones be bygones which is yeah. painful to what you know mm. all the rape cases all the murder cases you know like you know it's quite interesting to watch the contrast between black lives matter in america and and the 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 cases now here in south africa of the people being murdered by soldiers and and how that's being reacted to um yes. that's quite interesting to say okay what are we exactly championing if you're something's happening in locally right yes and you yes. are skipping at <laughs> that that level 
uh, to the American level. What happens in yes. your environment? Yes. I get it. it be, it's great to be to be supportive of the global. Great. Yes. But locally, something's happening. What are you gonna do about it? I think that's one thing that we need to be asking ourselves because I think right now, I don't know the answer to that because hey, mm. I. I I, I worry about being here, <laughs> you know, being, you. Yeah. being big born and all that kind of stuff. But mm. one thing, if I didn't have kids, I think that's one thing I would have gone for more, more, more active uh, photojournalism, I think, uh, on telling stories that's happening around me. But now, now you have kids. Now, if, if you get deported, it's not just you, just not just you getting deported. It's also putting your, your my kids are African, luckily, so they can stay here. But I just, mm. I, so this thing scratches in, so that, that the politics of family and, 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 and stomach and all that kind of stuff can affect it in. Yeah. But I've been thinking about that a lot lately. It's like, how do we become more beyond Twitter and the Instagram? Yes. How do we do this? You know, uh, COVID nineteen well, really impacted black people. You know. <laughs> I hear you. I you, hear you. you know, properly, without affecting yourself personally too much with the yes. people around you. Because yeah, it's it's, it's yes. a hard balance, right? I don't know what you think. Yeah. I I I absolutely agree. I think I think. Um, if you if you're being active on Twitter and people can see you, that's a risk. You know, that's a risk for you personally. Um, yeah. For the collective, it's amazing. Um, yeah. And 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 I think that you know, how do I put this? Like the just this thing of of romanticizing black dead bodies is just crazy for me like yeah. people only react when a black body is dead and no not even one black body many black bodies and it has to be as explicit as um officer chauvin well he's he's fired now but that chauvin guy that chauvin racist suffocating a black man and enjoying it you know like it has to be like people like people are sensitized by seeing it explicitly yeah and 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 not to say that there aren't videos circulating right now amongst um, South African black communities of violences of that degree but for some reason it's more palatable because you know what it's just crazy how much we romanticize the death of black people and yeah. and i think and i think we need to stop doing that um and i think we need to and i think we we should acknowledge the fact that black people have died black bodies are not yeah. their zones we should acknowledge that and we should aggressively work towards having black people holding people accountable not being polite about violence the violence that black people experience and being active outside of a reaction like you said it, our activism is is becoming more reactive that's why the dust settles um and i think our activism needs to be foundational now like at yeah. foundation level for me i'm thinking why isn't anti anti-racism institutionalized in schools and in every yeah. business of, of of okay now i'm speaking about south africa but of south africa why isn't why isn't that a thing 
you know yeah. why is an anti-racism institutionalized because if we're saying that racism is learned surely the lack of racism is also learned yeah you know surely surely you can you know it, it's become such an elite thing to know what what um the the violences uh that racism uh, really managed to what's the word have happened to people or have yeah. happened to to communities it's elite to be ha- to to have that vocabulary it's elite to have that knowledge and to see that connection but it's like why isn't it being institutionalized at all it's yeah. romantic to be rainbow nation is very romantic but and, and that's and that's and here's here's my thing that's that's my problem with people that's my problem with uh white people that aren't being proactively anti-racist because there are so many re- resources available and being anti-racist means that you are actively engaging with these resources and engaging with black people to unlearn everything and to understand everything and to understand your privilege and power and to see how you can through this privilege how you can facilitate space and safety for black people yeah and so and so when 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 people don't want to engage with that that's scary but i'm i i can i can say that there is definitely a disconnect because they've learned something about not engaging with that kind of um uh, discourse or that kind of education yeah and because it doesn't, yeah. doesn't it doesn't affect their stomach <laughs> you know exactly. It, doesn't, exactly it doesn't affect their their stomach so that's, that's what i'm saying like i think the reason why i i, I something we we should really really think about here locally i think Because racism is rife in South Africa, super mm-hmm. rife. When when the, that yes. that young man got killed in a coffin in in a, on a farm, uh-huh. there was no protest. There was no there was um, not much discussion no. about it. You know, they, they, it, it 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 flew over a little bit. But I think mm. also it's because it comes and goes, and another new cycle comes in, right? It, it, mm. Immediately when that case comes out, another one comes out, something else comes out, something else kind of disrupts us. So there's no real focus on 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 those individual cases on on a more community level. I think individually the families yes and the, mm. the nearer communities but then the collective I think the challenge is the collective voice. It's something I've been thinking about a lot lately is I don't know the idea mm. of how in um I I I I'm, I'm Zimbabwean and I I strongly believe that education is the number one colonizer of people. Yes. I I that new age colonization because when I, when i listen to a lot of students that are on the walk side of things uh and they're speaking about decolonization and all that kind of stuff and i'm like but look at the language you're using you're alienating the people that you're supposed to be speaking to that means yes. you are the number one colonized individual in the room because you you mm. can't even speak as simply as the next person can hear you want it to be this high level like you said it it, yes. it becomes elite so yes. I, i think for the education education you exist it needs to be as simple as possible it needs to be palatable as possible to any person in, in also you guys speak to people who's listening and i think if you want any collective activism on any level you need to speak to, it's not about you it's about the people that you're trying to speak to and i think mm. we forget that you want to be leaders mm. of, of 
the activist movement so they want mm. to speak a certain language not everyone kind of understands some of us don't know what pedagogy means i had to google that in the dictionary i have you to had to google, to? <laughs> google the word pedagogy right what is Which that is what i don't know what that is education apparently you know the, the oh. work language that is all used um I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. Yeah, but those words. Oh, y- yes, pedagogy. Yes. Yes. So th- those big words are used in those forums and in those places. Some of us who have some sort of voice, or other people who have voice, tend to not know what those are, right? And we just yeah. glance over that. Then you're not as active because now no one's no one's speaking to you. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I think that's the challenge with activism. I think particularly uh, in space, some kind of. That if you're not speaking to those people, they're not gonna let go of the food on the table. They're not gonna let it go because mm-hmm. you're not speaking to them. You are, you are coming to them and showcasing your ability, but you're not saying to them, "This is how I want to help to. I want us to work together." You're saying to them, "Or oh, follow me because I know better." And that's not gonna work currently because people are hungry. People go where mm-hmm. the food is, and if if, mm-hmm. if you're not necessarily holding food that they need that can sustain them, they are not going to follow you. I think that's challenging currently with activism. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, around us here in America, I think it's a bit different because people can now make lives out of out of something for themselves more readily than yes. here. That's why I think yes. we don't find much. How can I say mixed uh, activism from different people from different income streams? Basically, this is my yes. philosophy and not philosophy, but just a thought, a note from what I've observed. I saw it in Zimbabwe. I wanted to go to my country when there was that striking and like, like when when guy was kicked out. I wanted to, but I was scared shitless to go because <laughs> because there were so many other factors for me going there. My mom was scared. Uh, my family was scared. Kids here in South Africa. I think if my kids were in, I mean, Zimbabwe. I think things would have been different. So all those factors. I, I think with the knowledge of around South Africa, tend to not listen to that people that they're speaking mm-hmm. to that's why you don't find there's any rioting around the case for collins or, or, or the other people that, that have died or the child that that, that died at the, at the, at the what you call, call drowned yes i think the, the stories of like drowning in in in, in what you call sewage whatever things on a regular basis in south africa and yeah. i think the way the information is packaged something is just not clicking for there yes. to be that collect voice and i think yes the activists in that space need to learn how to speak to people and sometimes i don't think people listen to speak like they, they, they're speaking uh are in the shouting like this is what i'm telling you this is what you must do no <laughs> yes and i'm guilty here's here's my thing i i hear you yeah um i don't want to say i'm guilty of that but i i definitely shout like i <laughs> shout <laughs> i shout because and of course it's not literal shouting all the time yeah. but i shout because my position in society as a black woman just yeah. automatically just like the even in in any form of relationship it's hard you know it's yeah. hard to be heard even by the people that love you because of how we've been taught so yeah. so um again like at this point at this point for me like i i hear your points and 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 i want and i wish i had the capacity to be like yeah i wish i i want to invest in figuring out a a a way um a discourse uh, a manner of speaking to 
to be able to communicate to the people that we're asking to change. But I'm just like <laughs> making my life palatable is also a form of violence. Like why yeah. not? Do you get what True. I mean? Like I don't mean when I when I say shouting to people, I'm, I'm talking about the people that you want to join the cause, not necessarily the the perpetrators. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I hear you, and I think, and and from 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 my position, I do want certain perpetrators. Okay. Let me speak from my my spheres, my interpersonal relationships with people. I do want yeah. those people to to be more proactive because I know what what value that means for me and the people around yeah. me that aren't in their spheres. You know, yeah. I do want them to invest in that. So making myself more palatable, I've tried so many times. Yeah. Like, I, and and I think and I think, you know, um, how do I put this? Like, I don't know who created the the saying, "You can't fight fire with fire." Yeah. <laughs> But I I don't know who made that phrase. Uh, phrase. But like, <laughs> I'm mad at that person, because for so many years, uh, we've been allowing. I guess, in many instances, we've allowed violences to kind of happen to us without uh, serious retaliation. Like, there's gotta yeah. be. You have to retaliate at some point. Like, you're not to, like. I I personally I'm trying to build up the courage and the strength to be able to as soon as something happens I respond to it and I know how to respond to it but that takes training yeah. like people people go to self defense for a reason but now it's yeah. like what is the self defense of um our social dynamics like what is that for yeah. real um and and how do we how do we walk with that how do we carry that Um, with us every single day, but also how do we use that and to to facilitate an environment where you won't need to have self defense? You know, yeah. you won't need to. And and the thing is, uh, I think we mentioned earlier that like white people are going to go home and eat collectively, yeah. right? They will go home unaffected if they say nothing. I have something to lose if I don't say anything. I already am losing by just being. Does that make sense? Like black yeah. people collectively are not on the winning side and I hate saying I hate saying it as though it's a win-lose situation, but we're not gaining the respect, the dignity, the resources, the safety in order to um create and sustain all of those things. We don't have that. And 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 it's like the reason we don't have that is because there's a system that is literally holding violence. They are holders yeah. of violence. Um and I think that um you know, we need to start learning that people who hold violence inevitably gain respect. And I think and my next showed us that, right? Rapists yeah. got away, right? Rapists in the film industry got away. We still work with them. Some of us have ostracized you, some of them have ostracized so many of us, but they are still working because they hold violence, you know? Oh, yeah. They and and violence is power. 
violence is yeah. a form of very effective power and people need to start accepting that and and, and cuz cuz <sighs> politeness has not gotten us far yeah not definitely definitely it's it's it's, it's gotten us i think way way back i see it with with with, with I, I look at my people of Zimbabwe very, very carefully because we, we are some of the most polite people I've ever met in my entire life, and it, it, I, I see the, the how the, the my mom was a maid for a very long time. I'd see how the the garden boys were treated, you know, yeah. the, the the other nannies and 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 domestic workers, how they're treated, and most of them are Zimbabwean. You see the the niceness. Mm. Uh, you're taught to tend the other cheek, basically, and like I said. A violent basically holds power, and the person that slaps you basically has more power than you. Yes. And the question is, how do we? In something I've been thinking about, like how do we retaliate? Because I have kids, and, you know, this is parent, and but then you have to equip your children to mm. to not necessarily turn the next. I don't want my children to turn the next chick. I don't. Mm. I don't. Mm. That is a possible thing to do. I. I, I don't. Mm. Uh, they must. They must occupy and 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 fight for that space as much as they can, and fight for their yes. present. Yes. Don't take from someone else that was not yours, but what's yours? A. Do whatever the fuck you have to do to to kind of get that protected no matter what. But it's like, how do yes. we then do? What does that even mean? You know, it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's hard, hard, hard. I don't have the answer to that. <laughs> I hear you. I, I don't have yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I think, I I, I love that you, I, I love that you've uh, kind of given an example of your, with your family, like you don't want your 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 children to to not retaliate. You want your children yeah. to be able to retaliate and defend themselves and defend their honor, and and to also um, exert their power, right? Yeah. And 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 I think your children are, are most probably. Uh, going to have more degrees of safety than others because they have backing and that's their home yeah. and that's their family yeah. because there's people telling them if someone slaps you you got to retaliate do you get, yeah. get what i mean and yeah. um and that's the thing um you know racism has safety right yeah. white people have the safety to be violent Yeah. Why people have a, a whole system backing them that says you can be violent and we're not going to do shit to you. And so yeah. and so I think that's why um right now in the states people are saying um no peace. No change, no peace. Yeah. Um because it's like how we must just go home and go back to the way things were so that we can continue to be abused and then come back again and riot the same way and not go further um it's it's crazy and i think pe- pe- people are really <laughs> people are exhausted people are tired and um this is everyone's fight and i think south africans now we're becoming more sensitized to our issues we're kind of getting power from what's going on and with with regards to the states like everyone on twitter you can't you almost can't tell who's from where except for the content that they're tweeting everyone's sharing what's going on everywhere because 
the world through social media has become an even smaller place. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like how many how many people in the states know about what's going on in South Africa because of how big yeah. America is. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um and how big their story is basically. Yes. Uh compared to 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 our stories because they don't necessarily gain the same media attention globally and stuff. But then yes. I think it's up to us then to to educate to not necessarily educate but to show what's happening uh around us on a, on a more ready and regular basis because we also have voices now because of the internet. Mm. And I think the challenge is like I said our where are, where are the the biggest voices then on social media where are they now to talk about our our, our local issues. Yes. We we don't see yes. much of them now to make our local issues a global issue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But but like also and and not but. And the the one thing that we have to acknowledge is we consume American media. Like Yeah. American media ha- can have departments of their their media houses. Like it'll be CNN yeah. and then CNN Africa. <laughs> but yeah. How many do you get what I mean? How many <laughs> Americans are going to go and follow CNN Africa and how yeah. how how accurate is CNN Africa about African news? And who is the voice yeah. of CNN Africa, you know? Like there's so many things yeah. and who is CNN Africa catering to? Who's reading yeah. that? For real. Yeah. Um so many factors, but like I'm exhausted and tired and like on on every level, I think on absolutely every level it's just it's done with me and i can't think of a smarter way to to be active in this time i can't think of a smarter way right now yeah definitely but to be vocal definitely cuz i mean we're tired we we you know like it's it's even quite painful to 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 hey you can't decide to skip what's happening but you kind of almost like almost like look the other way to be like eh, another one another yeah. one once yeah. again we're here uh mm-hmm. we've been here you know it, but it does kind of get to that level of of and, and it's painful to 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 watch and and like like that you know so we've been tired and just yeah. getting more tired but mm-hmm. my my question is always been like to myself like Yes, uh, I I'm not inside the most vocal online. Uh but how do I equip myself with the necessary tools? I was even thinking the other day maybe I should come a hacker. Start hacking the shit yeah. out of things that someone fucks up, we we hack like the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to work and get people's attention, you know, in yeah. this internet age. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's it's like what where, where do we go from here is always the so the dust doesn't settle. Mm. You know. Because you've been saying like that settle, okay. What do we do so it doesn't settle? You know, mm. it's a tricky part. You know, but mm. I, yeah. I just, anyway, yeah, it's it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like, but anyway. Yeah. That, once you have some energy and and starting to get back into semblance of life, what is the plan for you now? in light of everything that's happening. Yeah. Well, I well, okay, I'm going to be very transparent. Right now my aims are to align with uh companies that are progressive in in, in what systems they have for musicians and for artists. 
companies yeah. that are extremely aware of um, social, aware and are acknowledging social injustices on every level. Um, yeah. Because I I deeply feel like it's important for me to be in spaces that have resources that can also provide a level of safety for me to progress in the manner in which I need and want to progress. Um, so that's where I'm at. But the project's done. <laughs> the project yeah. is done. It's called Nervous Love, Nervous with an I, and instead of an E. And um, yeah. I'm I'm very excited about it because it's it's somewhat of a holistic story. It's not just about music that's good or that sounds amazing. It's more so about the fact that this music, um, because I have so, I'm such a multidisciplinary artist. Um, yeah. This music is the soundtrack or the reimagining of the soundtrack of a short film I've done, and that short film speaks on these issues, and every other visual that accompanies this music um, is something that needs to be of quality. Like this, like I think the visuals always have to land. Like they have to be on point, and they have to be on brand with. Um, what we're trying to communicate, what I'm trying to communicate. So that's the focus right now. The bowl, the the bowl is still rolling, and I'm super grateful that there's people like yourself. I mean, I, we're not working together, but like like-minded yeah. people um, in my sphere that can see my vision and my talent, and are are pushing me forward with their skills and with yeah. their access so and, and and that's affirming and it's black people um for me that's affirming because with all of these people even though they've got other work to do like everyone's got more than one job <laughs> um, yeah yeah but like it, it, it's affirming because even though like they i i feel their commitment and i still have the safety to be who i am um, yeah. And challenge things, and they have the safety to be who they are, and um, be excellent in their work, and it's amazing. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited about the system I'm working in, and and how it's going to evolve in the coming months yeah, yeah. with regards to my music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the short film is it out already, or or is it just one single uh, waiting? And yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we have enough music that speaks the way I do, or that uses the yeah. the tone in which I do. So I'm very excited about the fact that um, if there is music like that, that I'm adding to that pool. Um, yeah. Yeah, and making it bigger. It's amazing. I'm excited. I've been, uh, you know, waiting for to hear it. So <laughs> let's see what a full project will sound like will and, and like... excited for the short film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I've, like I've caught snippets here and there via Sorry. your Instagram. Because I'm saying I've caught snippets here and there via Instagram because you don't want to reveal everything. Yes. Uh, but yeah, pretty much excited to hear what 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 that's gonna sound like and hopefully you can. Use whatever little access I have to share it with people and stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. I think that's a good place to kind of cap it off. Um, it's been a long conversation. I didn't realize how long it was. <laughs> it's about 54 <laughs> minutes. Uh, 
thank you very much for doing this. I know I know we we, we had done a different version before, but we didn't record. We recorded, yes. but then it doesn't want to play. Uh, yes. Um <laughs> But thank you. Uh, and yeah, thank you for taking the time to do this. Thank and, you and so stay much. Sane. Thank you for considering me. Yeah. No. All good. All good. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, that was a great episode and great chat. Thanks to Nirvana for taking the time to to have this incredible conversation. Uh, apologies for some of the bad audio here and there. It was recorded you know, during quarantine and observing all the social distancing. So uh, thank you guys. And please follow her and follow her work and follow our work also. Take care and stay sane.